uh, is Danny. Just before this starts, don't know, like an apology? Is this an apology? We're not really doing that many podcasts just now, so sorry about that. But uh, when you hear this, it's very self-explanatory as to why this is the worst, and I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this, this is the worst podcast you'll ever hear beyond about half an hour. The first half an hour is all right, and I swear to God, like, I've, I've just fucking finished editing this, and I'm embarrassed, but fuck it, it's, it is what it is. So if this is the first thing you've ever listened to this, and somebody said I listen to drunk therapy, please, please, please do not start with this one. It's fucking awful. Um, I go back. Just go back, and if you are a regular listener to this, uh, we've lost loads of you recently, so uh, maybe just don't listen to this because we, we we don't want to lose any more of you. Or uh, you know, it's it's fine. It is what it is. The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. Anyways, right, let's start. Danny, you left us on a cliffhanger about the puppy the last episode. Penny <laughs> didn't. Oh, maybe I just... I'm, I'm getting a dog from Leeds. Yeah, maybe. maybe where's, where's, that, where's that fucking monocle? Some subconscious <laughs> level, I was wishing it was you that could start this podcast, mate. But um, Shane, <laughs> I didn't no, hear that. Sorry, I think I just got what you meant. I just shame you were talking. I think if I remember this correctly, I mean it was as far back as three days ago. Um, <laughs> you were you were talking about how you were buying shit, and then I don't think you were getting bored of it, but you were like pure like, committed to shit, and then probably getting bored of it. And I think I was going to say to you that I was looking forward to getting your fancy dog for Dogs Trust in about two months' time. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't get it for two months, but... Two, two months so, and one week's yeah, time. Yeah, two months. Uh, no, nah, probably, probably three months, I reckon. Yeah, um, is, you, is your going to be English? Yeah. <laughs> 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 an English dog? Yeah. And it's also called a Staffordshire Bull Terrier, which is like a place in England. So it's not even like it's hiding it. It's like, it's going to be mad fucking Brexity, I reckon. You got you can train that out relatively early, I think. Yeah. Like, it's that the whole nature versus nurture argument for dogs, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And like, he's, he's probably going to be annoying during football, but I don't really mind about football. So it's just train him to be embarrassed about where he's from and everything he stands for. At an early age, and then here we sweet. It's a girl. I don't know why I keep saying he. It's a lady. Got a lady dog. Is, is this true? I, I genuinely don't know. Danny, you've been around dogs way more than me because um, your dad, when you were in love my, as a family my together, dad, your dad, my dad looked after dogs. <laughs> was a, it, it was indeed a dog, yes. Um, <laughs> do lady dogs get a period? Yes. I had a dog what, that. What do we, you do? You put a, you can, well, you either get the dog dressed. Or you, or you dress the dog because that was what we used to do. Because we used to put a nappy on one of our dogs because you couldn't. Uh, I can't remember the reason, but we couldn't get her fixed, so she had to wear like a special dog nappy when she was in season because like she fucking she dripped blood all over the place I, for a couple I, of weeks. It's weird, isn't it? Because in some sense, you would think that's cruel, you know that you, you're. 
just chaining it in an alley and then you don't want blood all over your carpet and, and you the feed that fucker so yeah the cruelest bit was you would get like not actually you wouldn't shout at the dog for fucking having a period <laughs> but you would you would be annoyed like, if you went in and that it, it started or the fucking nappy had felt Cause what i'm not talking it wasn't like a pampers nappy we didn't go out and buy like fucking babies nappies it was like a weird fucking spiff you can google it if you're did the dog did the dog feel like did the dog know like did they get to the point when it was like ah oh, yeah i'm getting a nappy on Every six months, they would just go into the cupboard and come out with a nappy in its mouth, going, mate, lads, it's time. Conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but why, don't you, why don't you get it fixed, though? Like, because, you know, you only keep, they only need to have their period. There was, a, and... there was a health reason for it. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. for whatever, we've got, we've for got whatever reason. The kitten spade, it's, it's, it's like quite an easy procedure, so I'd imagine it would be a medical reason for not getting it done. I watched a documentary the other day, because, like, God knows, I'm, I'm working, but I still, like, in the other time, am just watching, doing what everyone else is doing, going, fucking, I've clocked Netflix, what do I do next? I was watching this, do- like, documentary on getting dogs fixed for some fucking reason, but it showed, like, in graphic detail how they um, fix a boy dog. It's like, and it's weird, like, I'd never be one of those people that, if I had a boy dog, that would go, no, he's keeping his bulls because, fucking, I'm a man and my dog will have a working bulls. But seeing I think that, there's I many of them out there, mate. Like there's so honestly, there's so yeah, many there is. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Honestly, bro, that's like a huge genre of cunt. Um, <laughs> not, not not that dramatic as she puts it, but there is people out there who are that fucking testosterone fueled. Some people do it to breed and stuff like that, and, and you know people have their reasons. But watching this, I was sitting on the couch, doubled over. It was like when you watch, a, you know, an operation on a human on TV, and you're going, "Oh, I don't know about that." Oh, but this was just. Like definitely bulls, and they kind of just rip them out and tie a wee knot. Like they kind of rip them out like that. Like it was honestly, they should have put a warning. By the way, if you have man parts, this might make you a bit uncomfortable because it was. What do you think? I didn't think it would. Balls. Honestly, because you see, they like it's a factory vet. You know, they're, they're getting like hundreds of dogs in a day. That's a lot of balls. Are they, are they just sticking them in a big bag and putting them in a bin? Are they squashing them through a grinder? They, you know, imagine you just discovered a bag of dog balls out in a bin. Out of one bag and into another. Oh. You know, there's people as well. This is mental. There are people that are so like serious about their dogs being a man, or I don't even know, that, or the self-confidence of their dog, maybe, that they get fake balls put in when they've been um, muted. Like, so they'll get like floats, like we... Just, I don't know, like fucking had were fake balls made out of silicon, well, I guess. Like staple a couple of water balloons to the back of the dog or something. <laughs> Tell me this. Just some tennis balls, eh? Just to be like, look at my dog, yeah. Just put it out there, see if they put the balls back in, but they've already obviously snipped them off. They surely they don't work anyway. They're not going to find their way back to the tubes that they've been accessible to. You can just put the, the balls back in. It's probably science why you can't. They might like be like lizard's tails where they can kind of grow back a little bit and then like your dog just going around like banging all these lady dogs and you're like, ah, nah, don't even worry about him. And you're having you all these lizards puppies. Would you, would, would you have a problem with getting a vasectomy? Well, you don't get your balls chopped off in a vasectomy. It's pretty much just tying a knot, isn't it? And you're yeah. doing all the wee thing. Um, I, I kind of hope that can guys can guys be barren? Is that... Is, 
is that a word for guys? I kind of hope I am, you know. <laughs> I no, it can be, Baron. I don't, I've never heard anyone wish it on themselves. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. They're an enemy, but like, I wish I am Baron. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm single, and I'd fucking, I'd, if you were allowed, I would volunteer to get a vasectomy, like just happily. See, I, I think my I, brother's had one. It'd be, see, not had like four kids. Yeah, he's he's had a lot of uh, a lot of puppies, and he's gonna be, you know. Yeah, that's a they lot made of the decision. The, the ball cutting clinic, isn't it? I mean, you have that many kids. Nah, yeah. I, I genuinely, there's phases where I go through thinking, oh man, it'd be good to have a kid that you could, you know, mold into a major yourself, have so many adventures and like enjoy growing old with a family. And then there's other times, which is basically 97% of the time, when I'm like, I'm far too selfish and I never want them. I never want to be responsible for one. I never want, want to financially drain me. There's so many things in life already that upset me and make my head go fucking nine different directions. I don't need a kid to be another reason for me to hate. Do you remember about six weeks ago, I texted you. I, I, can't, I was out for a walk somewhere and I texted you because there was like a little Chinese kid just out of nowhere walked up to me and said, hi, yeah. And it was dead cute. It was like the cutest little fucking kid. And I smiled and I said hello back. And I texted James and I was like, I fucking, that made me want to have a kid. And it lasted about, <laughs> lasted about an hour. Within about an hour, I was just like, nah, I didn't mean it. It's only kidding. Yeah. Is this because of the karate thing again? Is this so you can get chocolate and go, look, here's a picture <laughs> of my actual kid. He could have done karate. Give me the chocolate. That is shameful racial stereotyping, Shane, and I would like to fully distance myself from those comments and just say that it was because it was a very cute child. And it was nice and it was like well-mannered and it was dead sweet. And I don't know. I don't know if the mum would train the kid to go up and say hello to people so it looked like a nice kid. But it, it, seems it dodgy, won me though, over. Like- that kid, this child propaganda fucking <laughs> took me in, took line and sinker for at least an hour. See, it sounds like I've, that I've heard of like hate. stranger danger, but not like, hello, all right, when you see a stranger, make sure you introduce yourself and get into his van if you can. Like, it just seems like the opposite of what parents are meant to do. This kid's breaking social distancing rules. Like, that was weeks ago. That was the height of the pandemic. I mean, I hate this kid already. I mean, imagine the stress of having a kid during a pandemic and they run, run up to people and try to talk to them. Yeah, after like three attempts at that, I'd, I'd literally considered just like leaving the kid somewhere. I don't know if it was, really I don't know if it was doing it to other people. I, it was just, I was the only one around at that <laughs> <Yeah>. point. That kid might just be a massive fan of this podcast and just recognise me. Like, who knows? Uh, you shouldn't let your kids listen to this podcast though. I forget what this podcast is even about now, man. Like, it's been that long <laughs> since I've seen you. Like, Danny, and you're more than welcome to as well at some point on Saturday. Danny's going to pop up to mine on Saturday. Um, Allowing for the fact... Law-breaking bastard. One household. One household. Yeah, but he can come and visit me after you visited. Fucking James Cummins. I need yeah. bother. We can we can segment it is what I'm saying. We can timetable it. It's like you know, you come up at one, Shane comes up at two, Stuart comes up at three. Um, but I genuinely have not seen you guys in so long that because one of my mates bought by yesterday and he was uh, out pricing up a quote for grass information he got neutrally. But he came in, and then five minutes later, uh, it took me five minutes to start talking to him properly. I'm just looking at him and going. AI, so um, um, and Jane, that's what's coming out of my mouth. See, like the whole M's and stuff. And I'm like, How are you? 
this is after I'd asked him initially how he was, how you been. I, I, I don't know how to interact with people other than my girlfriend now, so I'm well, not uh, forward to Saturday. Shane, Shane has no respect for lockdown rules whatsoever. So he's, he's met both of us over the last month, and I'll be honest, when I met Shane, I knew how to speak to humans still. We <laughs> just kind of carried off when it had left off. But it was it was so nice to see Shane. It was so nice to see anyone that didn't even pull him up for calling a swan a goose. <laughs> I honestly don't know the difference between swans and gooses. I, I met him in Queen's Park and he was like, oh, everyone's taking pictures of the goose. And it wasn't like a plural, it was like the goose. And I was like... The fuck's he look? Wait, why is there a goose in fucking Queen's Park? And I never said anything. I was just like, it's just nice to see him. Well, just to, and we spoke for about an hour, and then I kept walking around the rest of the park, and I seen <sighs> the the swans had like signets, and I was like, fucking hell, he's calling a family of swans and their babies a goose. He's I calling can... fucking six birds one goose. <laughs> I can believe that. Mate. This is this is the it same man. He's you. walking around these parks. He goes, "Oh, look at that lock," and it's a tiny <laughs> fucking puddle pond. <laughs> I honestly have been hit up because Marla's um just had her like I don't know if I said this in the last podcast, but she's just had her um her health kind of like the, I don't know how much. I don't know what you say. Her, yeah, her, she dropped it. Amber, I think you'd say like yeah, shielding yeah. a state of She got a vaccine before anyone else. I think is what you said. Yeah, she's got special treatment. <laughs> but I've been going to the park with her for like the last three days, and like I've been calling them geese aggressively because I know they're not geese, but I, I just I, I've forgotten that like I'm trolling people, and I'm like, oh look at that goose, because I know it's not a goose, but that matter. And she's like, that's not a fucking goose. You, you think that's a goose? And then she like came home the other day, and she's like. Hey, so here's what a goose looks like, and I was like, I don't know what a fucking goose looks like, but a big animal that I'm not a huge fan of. Well, see, I like I can get that because you came from the other side of the world, and I don't know how many swans you have, even though you've been here for five years, and they're very easily recognisable and understandable. But when I was walking with Chloe, I was pointing out little things, and I was going, "Oh, look, there's a giblet." I think you know what a giblet is. But she was like, "No, no, that's." And then she was saying these elaborate names for all these different types of little baby birds. And I'm going, who the fuck knows this? Where did you, like, what class did you go to in school that taught you all these baby bird names? And I'm just going, oh, there's a giblet. I still don't know what a giblet is, but it sounds correct. Yeah, yeah I'm starting to worry now that that fucking adorable Chinese toddler was actually like a sparrow or something like that. <laughs> and and my nature of all things bird is, is, is letting me down significantly here. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> a giblet's gravy. <laughs> Gib- fucking giblets? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yes. That's what they came in a roast, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Gib- it's like the fucking intestines or something, is it not? Is that part of a bird, though? It's the inside. It's like, see if you buy, I, I would imagine if you bought like a fairly expensive bird, you fucking. Yeah. You pull the giblets for the outside. Right. So technically, I wasn't wrong because there's giblets inside any bird. Nah. It's, it's like when you call Patreon Patreon and you kind of, and it's really confusing, but I'm with you now. Yeah. That Just a side question. What are those things that hold your socks up? Are they not giblets? Then, no, they're, they're your feet, mate. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, what, yeah. what do you mean? Like, your socks hold your socks up? <laughs> No, no, like, I, I guess it was, a, it was a thing in, like, I don't know, when, when you're, like, you know, because back in the day, I don't know if this is an actual thing, but in New Zealand, all the old boys 
would wear like a dress shirt, short shorts, and long socks. Like all the teachers at school just had that was like the generic old person. What like, are you talking about? Like almost like a fucking gun holster or something like that? No, uh, they're, co- uh, they're called garters. I just realised because the saying is, "I'll have your guts for garters." garters. Some, where does that come from? That's the origin of guts for garters. I thought I thought a garter was the wedding day thing. It's like a sexy stocking that goes around the top of your thigh. Mm, could be. I mean, we'll probably never know any answer to these questions. I know. If only we had some sort of platform, we could check it. But I'd, none of us care enough, do we? Let's let's just assume that we're all right. We're all using the platform to like, talk to each other right now, though. Yeah. That's, that's and it. if we started being like fisting the screen, it would make the noise sound weird. And also, it would just it would look a bit yeah. odd. Plus, I'm like, I and mean, we've talked about this for ages. I think like the rules of the podcast I've tried to bring into the house. Like, I won't let Marla talk to me until I'm pissed, and also, I won't let her Google anything. So she'll be like, oh, let's Google it. And I'm like, don't! And she's like, what? And I'm like, I don't actually know. <laughs> I'm just Google it. See, during this whole thing, Shane, I know that we kind of think that Marla's your human being, but something that we never, ever brought up, and we meant to do it at the live show, but we forgot, was your love of the guy that works at Iceland. So have you been able to check in <laughs> on him? During this whole thing, like, just just to put this in context, before the week before the live show, if anybody that was anyone that was at it, we'd put little, little fucking Easter eggs around about as like pictures and fucking flags and t-shirts and stuff like that. Just be references, wee nods for people to enjoy. And one of the things that we, I won't actually name one of the things because it would be deeply offensive to the person involved if they knew this. That we wanted to put up an item of some something related to them. And and he didn't want to do it, but at the same time, he also wanted to give half our Drygate beer to the guy at Iceland because he was nice to him. Yeah. That, that, but, <laughs> By the way, Denison people, Denison people will know that the guy at Iceland is the soundest cunt there is. Like, genuinely, like, people in Denison will be like, oh, the fucking Iceland guy is class. Like, he, the doors were shutting. This is before lockdown. The doors were shutting on me, right, halfway down. And he came out, and I was I kind of, I poked my head into me a bit cheeky, and he's like, oh, come on in, mate. And I was like, fuck yes, we're the bestest of buds. And that was basically nah, <laughs> when I fell in nah, love with the man nah. in Iceland. It's, it's what, Shane's laughing just now, but they, they genuinely got unreasonable. Because we were planning <laughs> a show, we were, putting, we were putting things up, and he'd said, nah, nah, we're not putting that, why, it's our show, why are you, why are you representing other people and stuff like that? <laughs> We like because we like other people and fucking everybody supported. So we should support that. And then uh, this, then, this then other drop. person does loads of stuff for charity. Does like a real yeah. good thing for mental health. Been on this podcast twice. Yeah. Like, if you can't introduce that, then uh, to be fair, there's a couple of people who's been on twice. That'd be a good wee guessing game. But and it was nothing we... against this person. I just think the Iceland thing and that thing were two different things that you guys have linked together. I was no, it happened in no, the no, same no. conversation. Yeah. We, no, we, we actually, we, we dropped it. We dropped it. We dropped it because we know when to drop something. And then a few minutes later, Shane turns around. We were, we were onto the beers. How many beers we got left? Blah, blah, blah. And Shane turns around and goes, I might give my beers to the guy that works in Iceland. And we just turned around. <laughs> what the fuck, mate? We literally just talked about doing a nice thing for someone that's done a nice thing for us and we really like them. And you said no, yet you're willing to give the beers that we work hard to get to a guy that no one fucking knows and you've only met through transactional experiences. And not through transactional experiences. 
You can't no. tell it, like, like you shouldn't tell a lady what she should do with her, her body. You should not tell a man what he can do with his personal beers. That's and not, that's man, not a strong comparison, mate. That's not. <laughs> I, I know. I thought I'd come in of something worthy and then use it to make my, my situation better. Iceland man, if you're listening, we'll, we'll get you some beers. Uh, might not hear that, mate, because no. you went quite quiet at the end of. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't really want to give him beers anymore. I haven't seen him in ages. He's probably. No. I mean, he, yeah. it was a it was a fling. It, it might have been a man crush, but. Ah. Well, you've you've still you got, got a beer in the flat, mate. But Danny, you've not been drinking at all throughout this. I, I still have all the dry gate stuff yeah. that's left. Uh, it's still well, same. in this flat. What's it been like? Because obviously a lot of people have taken to alcohol, you know, not in an addiction sense, right? I'm just talking about recreationally. Um, to try and ease some of the tension during lockdown, you know. Have you got a Friday night beer in the house? Like, I've, I've been buying shite wanky beers. I openly admit that. Just as something to kind of try and test and give myself something different. And I couldn't have survived this this lockdown properly without these little moments to look forward to, whether it be a beer watching the football now that it's back or just out in the back garden having a couple de-stressing you, you're obviously you're in a fucking flat and you've not been drinking is it why <laughs> that's probably why I'm asking I haven't felt I don't know I've, I can't say that I miss it like the the easy and boring answer is, is because it's, it's bad for me so if I if I drink four or five beers then it's going to be a couple of days diet and exercise just trying to work that off yeah whilst I'm I'm at the kind of stage that I'm at. I kind of feel like I'm I'm in the home straight for where I want to be on my weight loss. So to throw all that away on just having two or three beers for no real purpose. I think the last time I, I would have a couple at the start of this for the first couple of the stand lockdown shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that would have been probably about the end of March, start of April. I just yeah. nah, don't see the fucking point. It's, it's fair enough if you've got somebody to drink with, but yeah, just no interest, not that bothered. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. That's did not you, me did, saying that. Sorry, on you go, Shane. I was just saying, did you, did you drink by yourself beforehand? Because to me, I don't know, like, if I was by myself, I probably wouldn't have a beer. But, like, I'll have a beer and Marla's here and she's not drinking. But I'll be like, I'm not by myself. She's there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, if I was by myself, it'd be something that I was like, ooh, you're drinking alone. Issue. Whereas I'm like, another person in the room, no longer an issue. Nah, I'm alright. Like, I'm, I'm quite disciplined, especially in the last few years. I've became much more disciplined with alcohol, so I'm I'm very content, and I enjoy the taste of decent beer and all that. So, if the mood was right, then I'd quite happily have two or three on my own. Um, I wouldn't really get shit faced on my own anymore because that's when you end up eckied, smashing up your living room, texting James, telling him that you're going to kill yourself. So, <laughs> don't do that. I probably should have came round that night. <laughs> 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 Nah, I think what you're saying there, Shane, I, I, I genuinely think you can suspend that getting drunk yourself situation. No, some people that definitely shouldn't, shouldn't, but I don't think there's any harm in people that love themselves and being uh, forced to stay in most of the time over the past eight to nine weeks should feel bad about drinking in the house. You know, We're all trying to connect from a virtual perspective anyway, so most likely if they're not on Zoom talking to their mates, they're drinking, but just non-stop texting and going on Instagram stuff so I have more power to cunts drinking themselves right now. I personally... Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I like getting drunk myself. But it's just a thing that I I wouldn't do because I've always had someone there. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying if you drink by yourself, you're fucked. I've always had pals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've always got all the mad mates. 
I've got a, you know, a person I co-inhabitate with. So even if she's in a real foul mood with me and I've been a dick all day, I'm like, there goes my mate. I'm going to have a beer. Yeah, I like getting drunk myself. Genuinely, see sometimes when I've got the house to myself, especially over Christmas, and it's uh, Chloe still down there. Uh, this going to sound really weird, especially at Christmas. But I love a period at Christmas where it's uh, I've done my bit. My mum, I've went down to Chloe's, and then I've got a day respite myself, and just order whatever I want out of fucking like the uh, takeaway, where it's Chinese Indian, and then I'll just sit and have a couple of beers and I'll watch whatever the fuck I want on TV, usually like a concert on YouTube or something. And then I might end out randomly. But by the time I end out randomly, I'm steaming because I've just sat and fucking like necked a few beers or some spirits. And to me, that's a tradition, I think. Getting drunk yourself is awesome because you can just have such a laugh as long as you don't take it to the next level. Uh, it depends on circumstances. Like the last, the last time I would have drank would have been, I don't know, I think it would have been the end of March. And I, I watched the stand thing and then I found, was it a fucking, I'd started watching old Glastonbury sets. And I ended up watching, like, I think it was Chemical Brothers last year at Glastonbury. And it was just that right level of merry. Like, I just had that perfect buzz. But I was just fucking, it was great, man. It was fucking brilliant. So it's that it giggly just, stage kind of thing. Yeah, and it just gives you that wee, I don't know. But it, you know that you're at that right level where you're not going to wake up hungover and feeling a bit fucking... Oof, what was the point of that? It was, yeah. it was a fine balance hitting that I mean, stage. As long as you do something worthwhile. One of the best nights I had getting drunk myself, you were actually a part of, Danny. I don't know if you were getting drunk on the other side, but I was just fucking drinking away and we were ransacking an, a book that was published by a guy we used to go to college <laughs> with. <laughs> what was it called again? Moonrape. <laughs> Moonrape. <laughs> it was the most... I, I, yeah, yeah, you heard it right, Shane. Yeah. It was. It was, yeah, it was what, so what's Moonrape about? For people that haven't read the book, I can't. I genuinely can't remember. I don't know. I encourage people to Google it because I don't. I, I can't remember. I would. I'd be lying if I tried to give you a synopsis right now. Yeah, but it was. It was quite funny, and it's that goes back to that shared experience. I don't know if Danny was drinking that night, but me and him were non-stop messaging back and forth and just having such a fucking laugh. And the beer was helping that. It was just making me feel funnier, and everything else seemed a bit funnier. The front cover was a guy dressed as an astronaut. There you go. Getting fucking sexual with the moon, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. And has this been published, or is this just a thing at, at like, it was at like, high school or something? It was like an online, it must be like a self-publishing website or something like that, where you just put your own stuff up for people to try and find. Again, if I remember correctly. Good on him for fucking doing it, man. That's fair play. You get, oh, like, is such a mental name for a book. <laughs> this is going to end in ten minutes, but I'll just send another one after it. Um, any of you guys like ever wanted to write a book or a TV show or anything like that? I've always wanted to write a TV show called Swan Lock about. Well, I don't actually know. It's about a certain drink characters or a day, but basically just like funny Scottish. Swan Lake, but Scottish. Yeah, like basically focused around Hoganfield Lock. About a goose in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandra Park. Alexandra yeah. Park. What's the name of my park? Yours is Alexandra Park, yeah. yeah. I started okay, drinking. <laughs> this is going to sound really uncreative. <laughs> Young male, female, love interest. This is my, this is my character. <laughs> Characters for Swan Lock. A nerdy park girl. An uptight manager. They're the two love interests, you know. And I think the dynamic would be quite funny. An old comment, <laughs> an old comedy character that's hit Instagram fame with his favourite duck. 
<laughs> Maybe the only meat it finds it, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> an old random punter guy who's a bird expert, but he's not, and he keeps trying to feed the ducks and swans different types of meals that he cooks for them. <laughs> Are you guys in? <laughs> I'd like to see like a, a synopsis for like the first draft first before yeah. I kind of jump on board with it. The, the shameful the, the shameful thing about this, James, is, is that you know fine well one of our listeners is a, a producer in television, and I know that this is just you shamelessly pitching this with your <laughs> unsubtle, seamless ways. Oh, I just, just threw this together. Oh, I just threw this fucking well, this, this, was, this was five minutes, because I was like, I, I, need to, I need to come up with this, but do, do you guys want to write a few episodes with me? I fuck all that. Is that a cartoon, or are they are they real life people? No, like real life. I want it bed, bedded in real Scottishness, you know, like in subtle comedy, not try to be overt with the comedy. I just I like, I like the idea of character driven stuff, like the Neddy So guy. Scottish, but it could, it could work worldwide. You know what I mean? So it's like a bit uniquely Scottish, but it's also not like too fucking hanging on that that audience. Yeah, just it's like Daniel a, Sloss. Yeah, yeah, but um. They're, they're my only characters. The, the one that made me laugh there, I forgot I wrote, I wrote that. She's an old guy cooking like a chicken dinner for a swan. <laughs> Trying to feed it in a wee plate. Just made me laugh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you, if, you swap the, if, you swap, if you swap the swans with geese, I'm in. I'm in full throttle. You wouldn't know what to swap, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Swapping trees for geese and fucking llamas instead yeah. of fucking swans. They're both bags with white and have feathers. I just I yeah. can't. Yeah. I'm playing with the idea that there has to be like a root issue, like they're, oh, they're wanting to close the lockdown or the funding's been cut and they're trying to make. Like there needs to be a root issue here that, and a nemesis as well, someone that's trying to fuck with them. So yeah, that's trying. No, I'd, yeah, I'm with you. I've, I had I always remember when I first started writing comedy. I bought a fucking book on how to write comedy. Yeah. Probably, probably about 10 years ago and I went it was the first time I went travelling and I just rat, sat with this book and I've st- I'll still have the jotter somewhere it'll be in a box somewhere and I'd always had a plan for a sitcom that must have been after travelling then but I always had a plan for a sitcom and it was going to be in a bookies because obviously I mentioned before that I worked in a bookies and it wasn't a very nice experience but yeah. I've always wanted to do something about that and I've started like a few months ago. I started trying to write short stories. So I've got like this. It was an item, it was that thing that I shamelessly ripped off of Lemmy, where he posted this big spreadsheet that he used to have, or he maybe still uses it. I don't know. But he opened an Excel, and just any time he had a funny thought, he would just write a sentence, and that was that was what he would use for whether it was writing a short story or doing a sketch. He would just kind of scan that. So yeah. I started something like that, and I think there's stuff on that that I would like to embellish. But it's, I don't know. I'm I'm I probably am my own worst enemy with stuff like this because I'm the kind I'm the kind of guy that would just go, "This won't go anywhere." Like, no kind of fucking be interested, and I should. But now's the time more than ever to yeah. try and fucking do write, stuff like that. Write my write my sitcom. I will I'll I'll, definitely I'll, 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 definitely do that. No. I'll help you make it. I had I had a meeting with the yeah. best adapted screenplay. That's what I'll go for using your thing. Yeah. What you? What did you have a meeting with? Because uh, no one's might have meetings right now. Well, no. This was before. This this is like I don't know if I've told you guys. We were um we were pitching a TV show to the BBC in a different fucking country, not England. 
Um, but we had a, a, a we'd done a lot of work. We did a pilot and shit. Got it edited. Spent ages like chucked it to my brother who makes TV shows and movies. Got his feedback. Did a lot of work on it. And just as we were like, yeah, cool. Every had all our fucking ducks, or they might have been geese or swans, whatever the fuck they were in a row. Um, that got cancelled as well. So that's like the, we've got the meeting now next year. So any any fun ideas of things that could be TV shows or anything? I'm I'm happy to help, mate. Nice. Like I'm doing anything. Because like, the podcast isn't going well just now, so we could maybe move out to TV production, <laughs> <laughs> get get famous off the back of that and then start the podcasting like you know just say oh we've got this and we could grow the audience and that's to not to fair, say that like, a couple of hundred people that have stuck with us are not appreciated because we, we do love a couple we've, we've got about 400 but probably it's, it's annoying because every celebrity in the world has now started a podcast which is terrible for nobodies like us that's yeah. the no, the people desert the nobodies and go to the celebrities, which we, I get. We need to turn ourselves into the celebrities, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Geese lock, as we call it. Come, come, <laughs> come, coming up next week, an exclusive interview with the author of Moonrape. <laughs> <laughs> I like how savage you are, by the way, by the way on podcast isn't going great it's like nothing's going great at the moment don't be harsh on the podcast the coronavirus is going quite well mate whoever started that yeah. face mask right. selling really well invest in those fucking face mask man honestly i looked into actual face masks on internet the other days i looked at my face and i was like these bags under your eyes are not going to go themselves and then about five minutes later i went i don't care it's weird how you get into those wee fucking like pockets of thought sometimes isn't it and you think I need to do something about this, and then all of a sudden you just go fuck it. It's the inevitability of time. Just let it go. Are, are you talking like cucumbers over the eyes, shit? Yeah, I was just thinking some face masks because the my skin didn't feel really good, and then I was like, oh, sensitive skin moisturizing masks, and like Wait, oh, now is the mask. time to try all of this. Like you fucking, you were talking about shaving your head at the start of this, and that was the time to try it. I know, but I've got I've got people that I look at and like fucking. You imagine I shaved my head tonight and then I went on a Zoom meeting tomorrow with my boss. You're just like, aye, that's what I mean. You you, you missed the boat. You fucked it. You should have done it at the start. I'm quite glad I didn't do it, mate, because I got a job after four weeks and it wouldn't have grown in. Very aye, well. it would have been it would have been substantially. Yeah. I was less than four weeks ago. I fucking shaved my face. I can't believe how quickly it's come back in. I grew a beard at least, you know, for about. Did forgot about fucking hell a lot. <laughs> a lot has happened in a time where nothing has happened. Have you guys um? <laughs> have you guys met anyone new through the lockdown? No, mate, because that kind of goes against the lockdown rules. No, not like actually face-to-face, but you've started a new job. Surely you've met someone new that you're like, oh, you're... Oh, yeah. I actually feel bad now for answering like that. I've met so many people now. I looked at my WhatsApp <laughs> the other day, and it was about six folk from work at the top of my chats, and I was like, I didn't know these people four weeks ago. What the fuck are you doing in my life? I mean, I'm, I'm not left my house. I've also got to know my neighbours for loads, which is weird. They're all sound as fuck. Um... But I, I, I kind of feel like they're my pals now. One of them, one of them has my phone number. So when I went round to your house so to drink, Barbin, he's like the most suburban I, fucking guy, isn't he? Yeah. Wait up, wait up. When I went round to his house to have a drink, like socially distanced in his backyard, I got there and he started telling me all the backgrounds of all his neighbours, and I was like, I am not a Scooby who that guy. Yeah, I introduced. John, John did that, but. But John's really good at cleaning out the gutters, right? You know, the gutters in the roof. Yeah, John cleaned Big Tony, I Big Tony was down with the ladders. Um, 
and he, he cleaned out my gutters. That was good. It's inevitable that you're going to start getting milk delivered to your house soon. Tony used to play for Clyde. So he was a footballer. Um, and they're all Celtic fans. You've got a Deacon really as well. Wait a second. You, yeah, we've got, got Deacon. Like, Mate, this is really shy chat. For anyone that's listening, I'm really sorry. We've got Deacon. No, it's fine. It's your kind, you're fucking selling out your working class roots. It's, it's a very interesting topic as you, as you the, ascend into the middle class. This is bullshit because the area <laughs> that I live in, Carntine and Hag Hill, is the second. Oh, wait, wait, I thought it was Deniston. You always say you're Deniston or close enough to Deniston. Uh, to be fair, I'm he's, he's always here, yes. he's in Carntine when, since yeah. he's moved to Carntine because um, he's too ashamed. This, to is the most, this is the second most socially deprived area in Scotland, I'm sure. So. Fuck you guys with your suburb shit. Fuck off, your area's lovely. I, wow. I, I rode we a bike in there celebrate, the other day. We celebrate yeah. poverty, you fucking animal. <laughs> Listen. And it's also a nice area. There's all like made like houses of like nice backyard. The part of the Cantine I live in is fucking beautiful. I'm just saying there's other parts. I thought it was like three blocks. Like, I thought Cantine was like you blink and you've missed it. No, no, it's, it's it's quite big, mate. Shit, shit Glasgow's a nightmare for that. Glasgow's got fucking too many towns. Yeah. In terms of... Like, I'd, I've always called them schemes. Small. Would you call them towns? Um, I, I don't know. Like, like, what are they? They're towns within a town. Scheme? I've always called them scheme, but then when you look at a wee village and people call that a town, like Chloe's from Sanka, she'll call that a wee village town. And uh, I grew up in I grew up in Lennox Town, which ironically has town in it, but it's absolutely it's a village. Yeah, but I've always just I'd like when the likes of Sanka and Lennox Town, I just say it was just a scheme. It's just an area. It's a scheme. I never called them a town. Whereas yeah, Lennox people in villi- a town. People in villages will not let you call their village a scheme because can't if you live in a village, you love that. That's like oh, I'm from this village. Like there's a mad pride in being from a village. If there's a village, just a posh, distant. Suburb. Like, I don't really a, know what makes a village. A village, a village is a nice scheme. <laughs> and, a, and a scheme is a town and a village is a town. So, aye. I, I, I fuck knows, this is a weird conversation. <laughs> when, when, is, when is a town a village but not a scheme, but then a scheme's a village but not a town? It's just, you know, what's Funky Town? Funky Town's actually a village, but it's called Funky Town. It's fucking weird, man. How many town planners do we employ if we've got all these schemes in Glasgow? Yeah, well, no, they're villages, though. They're village criers. And I, <laughs> yeah, the only people we could really like, we could get Ricky Ross on this podcast to, to like disclose the full details on what a tel- village and town is because he's been going through villages and towns in his song. It's a pure shade comparison, but that's all I keep hearing. Oh, wait, I don't even get it. Can you explain Ref- it? Reference is way over my head as What's well. I, I think it's Through a lyric to villages and I'll be on my holidays. You'll be doing around. So he goes through villages and towns, so he can distinguish yeah. really tell the difference. I am. Um, I'm going through our topics, and I don't know if we've like we've not touched topics on our group chat for ages. This is this is uh, breaking the fourth wall behind the curtain. Don't therapy. Um, do, you, do you think they could tell we'd run out of topics? <laughs> We're talking about when is a scheme a village. <laughs> so on the twenty second, hey guys, I have a cup. <laughs> on the 20 second, 20 is it second, a cup or is it a vessel? Like, it's a know. mug. But when's a mug not an egg cup? It's always oh. a cup. <laughs> sorry, 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 James. Sorry, James. But when it's got a handle, but what is this? Because this is a glass with a handle. Is this a mug? Fucking hell, man. I used to drink tea or something that looks like that. 
remember the clear cups that you used to drink tea out of when you were younger? Yeah, I grew up. And they're indestructible. No, no, they were just a uh, glass clear cups. <laughs> they were just cups, eh? Yeah. Uh, Alexa tried to kill you, Shane, on the 22nd of April. Do you remember that? Fucking hell. Uh... <laughs> I th- I, I, yeah, I think that might have been a bit of fake news. So basically, we set an alarm, right? And we were like, Alexa, play insert radio station here at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. So it's like, okay, cool. At nine o'clock in the morning, it goes fucking hell for liver. Like the loudest thing it's ever been in its life. It's like screaming, waking up the neighbors and shit. And we're two stories up going, what the fuck is that? We couldn't, we were yelling at it like, Alexa, stop. And it wouldn't because all it can hear is its own fucking loud radio. So we had to run down and basically, like, my partner, Nala, like, tapped it with her hands for, like, I don't know, like, 10 seconds and then just pulled it out of the wall and went, fuck you, Alexa, and went back to bed. Um, but it felt like, it, I mean, it removed a bit. It, it, she didn't try and kill us, but it felt a bit like Alexa fucking was, was trying it to... It goes against the principles of Alexa running towards it. It's a voice-activated system, mate. No, but we were screaming like, Alexa, stop, Alexa, stop. But all it could hear was the fucking loud radio that it decided needed to be 99 decibels. It seemed like very pointless devices. I, I, don't, I don't get, like, people don't use them for probably even 3% of the capabilities of it. The sound off them shit, unless you get the big one. But the dots, the sound is shit. And no one is doing any of the stuff in the adverts. The, the good thing about them, though, there's a couple of good things, Shane, for future reference, you can download an app that controls your Alexa as well. So you can just sit in your bed. But you can't use that. It defeats the purpose <laughs> of the whole thing. Yeah. The best thing about Alexa is the capability of you being, like, I could literally be in Spain right now, and if, I, and if my Alexa's plugged in in the house, I can press play via the Spotify app and, like, cast it to the Alexa in the, the house, so if my girlfriend's sitting watching something, I could play fucking heavy metal as loud as I want, and it would just come out of the Alexa, and you could scare the shit out of them, so it's quite funny from that respect, to fuck with people. But other than that... <laughs> Sold! Where'd I buy one? <laughs> that, that's about it. So I've been in your house... Just say, put the tunes on. I've been in your house a few times before, and I've watched <laughs> both you and Chloe fucking battle with this thing, and just... <laughs> Just don't get it. Don't don't understand. Put this on, and then it'll put something totally different on. And then you call her a cow, and that fucking pauses it. And then you try and put it. In. It doesn't seem worth the hassle. I I think if you keep if you keep it to a minimum, one of the things that I discovered um, through someone else, so they discovered it, but I jumped on the back uh, bandwagon, is you can go onto a file system that's hosted within your account and you can get every single time that you you gave a command to Alexa. You can either get the audio file or you can just get it written down and it'll tell you everything that you've ever said and accessed. Have you done that? I did, yeah, for the night that before lockdown when we had a party and they, yeah, I just wanted to go back to see what people were doing because my girlfriend was shouting, Alexa, turn down the bass and then she'd walk two feet away into the kitchen and then Stephen Mill would go, Alexa, turn up the bass. I just wanted to see how many times we went back and forth on this, and it's a fucking lot. Sounds like a good party. Yeah, it was. Man. <laughs> I woke up. I woke up in bed. All that bass, and then the lack of it was the, it was the confusing <laughs> change of bass that kept going on. It was the, the only time there's been an earthquake in quarantine. 
we are fucking better than this, man. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, like, Alex is fucked for Scottish people because you guys... People oh, maybe we're like, even better than that. Don't fucking yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. stereotypical. Let's not do no, wait up, wait up. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I had an accent that Alexa... Alexa had nah, like, Shane, don't, mate. Don't, saying. honestly. Oh, well, yeah. let's talk about the yeah. bass going up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least that was... At least that was social common for years. It was like fucking biscuit chat and radio. Oh, Alexa, there's no Scottish people. <laughs> you know what? I was sitting there when you're like, oh, he's got, he's got his transcript that's going to be amazing. And you're like, yeah, I did it. And we <laughs> I like, I admit, I'm scraping the barrel trying to keep the chat properly going. But is, is, is there a single conversation, is there a conversation in your life that you would love to have the minutes from at any point in your past? Like, like whether it was just like a funny thing or an argument or something that you, you would, if you could go back in time and get the minutes from it. That's a fucking amazing question, mate, but on the hoof, I don't think I can It needs that. time, yeah. <laughs> It's one of those I, I you send in a WhatsApp to somebody that you know, and then I should make that a topic. We should, if we started doing topics again, that could be a topic. That could be a topic. Let's just oh, come up with that. topics for the rest That's of this. Topic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've got topics, one. topics that you'll hear in the next episode. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Anna Campbell Jones? I think that's her name. Oh, we, we had to record this podcast in two segments over Zoom because, well, fuck, paying for Zoom. And when we came back on, Danny, you hadn't quite arrived yet. But Shane was just speaking like Ron Burgundy at the start of Anchorman, where he was like getting his voice right. And Shane, Shane was just like, Anna Campbell Jones. Anna Campbell Jones. Anna Campbell Jones. Anna Campbell Jones. I was like, That's because I didn't know her name. And I was like, I've got nothing to write it down with. So I was like, just say it enough and you'll remember it. If she's this far down the list of conversation, then I don't hold out much hope that Anna Campbell Jones is anything interesting. No, she's she. I, I think she's cool. So basically, she hosts. <laughs> she, she's one of the co-hosts for the Scot, Scottish Home of the Year. Oh, do you see that? It's, that's fucking remarkable. By the way, it's so good. You just sit there going, "Fuck! I wish I lived in Orkney because their house is amazing." Um, but she's got the same glasses as me. So I was. Um, oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So I, I, put a, I took a picture of me standing next to her doing the same pose in front of the telly. And I tagged her in my Insta story, and then she replied right. And then the company that makes the glasses... This is the worst podcast <laughs> ever recorded. No, no, so she's quite famous, though. Like, Anna Campbell. Evidently, because we don't know who the fuck she is. Well, we don't, but who about... Mate, that's yeah. Annie Lennox. <laughs> yeah, so she's like a famous architect. Like, people fucking love her. She's a host on a TV show. I don't know. But, um, so she started responding, and me and her are back and forth in each other's stories, like having a ball. And then Iola, the glasses company, which makes it sound like a fucking ad for them, they were like jumping in on our stories and stuff as well. Do we want her for the podcast? No. I don't know anything about her. Yeah, this isn't she... the time to book guests. We can't have a podcast where we're booking guests and thinking up of topics. Yeah, I, if you want, I can delve into my 20s uh, note on my Gmail. Mate, don't give away anything good now. Like, this is uh, a fucking yeah, burst yeah. ball, this. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more base stories. We need to know about your past. Tell us the boring details of what seemed like the best party in the world. By the way. I, I still have my 20s thing to go through as well. But yeah, well, I, I just want to dip in, in and out of different points of it rather than all of it. Um, there we go. We, we, have, we have a premise for our next attempt at this. The good thing about this podcast is by the time anyone's like got to the end of it, they'll realise that we're in the exact same place as them. So if anything, it's representative. 
I've I've taken to just lost the plot. Ninety percent of my replies to Chloe right now are just yeah. And before that would be an absent-minded, yeah, like but a caring one. Now it's just like empty. I'm yeah. I'm starting to think the lockdown's not the reason we've lost like half our listeners. No, we, we, <laughs> we had a rhythm. Hannah said something that resonated with me in the last um, episode, and she said, and I was trying to make a fucking point. Sure. I was over elaborating and trying to make it and probably not making it well and she succinctly summed it up and it was you need other people's energy or other things energy to, you know, like grow and be happy. And that's that's where I'm at. I need other people's energy and other experience like to get the energy from that to to fucking be interesting. And right now I'm not even interesting to myself, other than the fact that I want to want to get that wee old guy to feed like swans home cooked meals. That's that's about it. Yeah, and no, I don't want to be mean about it, but I, I, that's that's an all right idea. But <laughs> it, what's it your fucking more... idea, Anna Campbell Jones? Anna Campbell Jones. Me and her are going to do a fucking Scottish Home and Puppy of the Year awards because we have the same glasses. By yeah, the way, like that's she... how you get there. You just need to find the fucking same glasses of someone that's relatively mildly Z-less famous and then all of a sudden you're, you're hosting. Oh, don't you start throwing shade at Anna Campbell-Jones. She's my favourite architect slash and or interior designer. Oh, fuck, I wish I knew what she did now. I'm going to drive to that Bernard Castle place for an eye test ASAP now so that I can get glasses. The best podcast right now are the ones with structures <laughs> that have like features not that embedded in them and you know, and here we're moving on to this part. We are we're just victims of thinking that our shit that we talk is interesting and sometimes it is, but right now it's not. And we really apologise to anyone that's got this far because you know. Yeah, but stop getting emotional. It's more for us than it is <laughs> for anyone else. <laughs> like just people will go, Oh, that's shite at the moment, but everything's shite at the moment. Like fucking EastEnders <laughs> aren't even letting the old people back on fucking set. So let's just give it, let's what, just throw ourselves what, a phone. What phase of the roadmap out of lockdown in Scotland does this podcast get good again? When we can get drunk in a studio together, I think. I, I said this to Danny. I don't think we'll ever be in a studio together again. All right. <laughs> no, I, I think we'll, we'll take the podcast on the road. We'll get equipment and we'll create our own studios and places. But because of... Like, see if we even try to go into where you work now and do it in there. We are, uh, you know, we're just not seeing capital anymore. Aye. Is it? <laughs> we don't mention the name. Don't say the c word. No <laughs> no. But they won't let us in. That's going to be a very strict place. No, so you can just go. The security guard does not give a fuck. I walked in the other day and was like, "Hello," and I ran, and well, I was you, sweating, you, and I looked like I was fucking. You contagious. have a card. You have a card, mate. We don't. We actually do. So have a card. I could probably get. In. Well, they know they know me well enough by now as well, so it's fine. Yeah, well, let's just do it next week then. Let's just go in. Let's just break in. We'll fucking die hard this place. Yeah, just me. <laughs> I, work, I work at another radio station in Glasgow. We can just tell everybody that works in Capital. I'm just coming in to record a podcast. Is there anything else that we need to do? Any more this? admin? Any yeah. more behind the scenes <laughs> shit we need to yeah. figure out? AOB. I love AOB because it's just like hurry up guns in this fucking thing AOB's like are we at the stage now where this is just us having like a, a conversation and if anything decent comes up we'll just seamlessly edit it in I've used the Ouija board and nothing happened don't worry and I, bet, I, bet, I bet your account that acted like it did and everyone shared it 
well, I just said and nothing happened. So, <laughs> no, I went, I fucking used a Ouija board in an old abandoned orphanage and nothing happened because I went on a ghost hunting night with my sister and nothing, I, with nothing, but I told, told bits of that story when Dallas was in. Yeah, what Danny's not saying is that's where he grew up after his dad abandoned him. <laughs> That was that. That was why there was no answer for the Ouija board either, because I was just asking my dad where he was. So he just ignored me. <laughs> Dad, do you love me? And the the board's just not just ghosting you, and you're like, oh. For, for podcast reasons, you should probably stay. That I was like 24 when I stopped talking to my dad. <laughs> it always makes makes it sound like I'm the like, pure modern day Moses, where I just get fucked in a basket and launched down the Clyde. And they built a big ark. Wait. Then... <laughs> no, <I'm> def- <laughs> different, totally different Bible story. <laughs> Both involved water, though, Shane, so you're on the right Yes, part. you were close. He's the, yeah. one that w- he's the one that kind of stood there and went, oi. You're, t- you're, taking, just... you're taking that story from the Book of Moonrape, which I believe is in the New <laughs> Testament. Moses, Moses, uh, Moses got it good, though. He went down the river. Did he not end up a prince or something? Was he not always a prince? I don't know. About a second ago, I thought he made a fucking big boat. prince and then went down the river? Or was he just a normal he went person? down the river as a baby. And then did, well, he not... did he become a prince? After I think so. And then he freed the Jews. Yeah. Like, yeah fucking... So I mean, like that's a great adoption story. That's yeah. see, you're writing an adoption campaign. Matt, I'd try and incorporate that in somehow. No, because he then had to be walking the desert for forty days and forty nights, and that would be a oh, big fuck that man. Know. That's so shite. Is that not Jesus? No, that was yeah, Moses. That Jesus, man. No, it was Moses. It was after Moses fucking partied the season freed the Jews, they had to walk in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. And he got the, locusts and he stuff? went up to I he went up to God and got the Ten Commandments and then God's like, by the way, Moses, good job, mate, freeing all the Jews, now fanny about in the Sahara for over a month. Now yeah, walk home. God yeah. gave him a ride to the commandments and they went, Sorry, mate, ah, Matt, I don't have any petrol, mate. Do you want to just I, this is the end of my jurisdiction, to be honest. You're now in kind of fucking like uh, but another religion's territory like this is Buddha's ground yeah. so but if you walk sorry. far enough you'll come back to mine <laughs> yeah if you want to go part and go back over and be slaves then that's my area but right now you've you've crossed state boundaries and it's Buddha that you're dealing with now and he's an annual leave for a fortnight so there's um, there's a like there's an argument to say there's an argument to say that if you believed in this stuff, Moses was way more important than Jesus with his whole Ten Commandments stuff. Why? Why is he not like held in higher regard? Like yeah, Jesus, like, really, you know, you you brought a guy back from the dead. It's so. just nepotism, mate. Because yeah. Jesus is related to the big guy, the the, the fucking overseer. He gets all the credit. That's yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure whoever hired, whoever wrote the Bible was hired by God. So of course you're gonna like write more about the sun and it's it just makes it less editing yeah because you could be like oh moses was mad good and he'd be like yeah but jesus did water into wine and stuff so you kind of have to just know your audience so what we what we really need is the unedited version of the bible where it had the 600 extra pages about moses the director's cut yeah that's why i want god narrating it yeah also what i'd love to who does the audio book of the bible is there an audio book of the bible it's Uh, gotta be uh, no, it might be. Do you ever see what when you mean, Probably film? not. Cunts love the Bible. It's, it's fucking ages, mate. You know, you, it's, you would have Aye, to. But Harry, Harry Potter's ages and Stephen Fry reads that. 
Uh, true, true. How much do you reckon you get paid for like narrating the Bible? You do that shit. The money would. Do you do it no. for the fucking God's love? Just like a, no. a piece of bread every Sunday. <laughs> There'd be some mad money on that. No one's no. going. You get five bonus heaven points for every book that you read from the Bible. I remember. Even I like the, uh, what one's the boring one? It's the Old Testament. No, it's the New Testament that's boring. Is it the, the Old, Old Testament? Testament? It's really fucking mental shit. I've never actually read them, mate, but I reckon the Old Testament's the best. Have you only seen the films? There used to be a film, right? And it started on Good Friday and it ended on Easter Monday. But a Jesus film that was like 72 hours long. I kid you not. I don't think I've stuff. ever watched a religious film. I will have, but I'm talking about stuff like Passion of Christ and all that. No, I thought just... that. I'd never watched that. You know, mate. I'd, I think... Uh, I've watched like, it. You've watched Passion of Christ? No, I, I've watched it and I take that back. It's not all right. It's like... Whether you're religious or not, it's just... Is it not just, like, hostile? Yeah, it's just hostile, yeah, but with Jesus It's just Jesus it, getting the shit kicked out of him for three hours, and you're sitting there going, I don't care what your religious views are, this is not a fun watch for anyone. Like, you're not sitting there as a devout Christian going, hmm, yes, I really feel his pain. You're sitting there going, oh, stop it, stop it, oh, I can't, like, oh, it's that, that kind of, like, oh. I watched Life of Brian again recently. I'll count that as a religious film. He's a very naughty boy. Best best comedy film ever written. Life of Brian. That and Anchorman. Until they write the geese one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what about when Andy's like feeding the meals like tiny pizzas to the ducks? <laughs> you like this one? It's pepperoni. <laughs> I did some research. <laughs> That was Drunk Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast, go listen to some of the other ones. The old you would have. If you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.